Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. Manny Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm, or as many of you now know him as Mad Dog Manny Aurora, when he stops into the Golden Scissors studio, he is the best when it comes to criminal law. If you got any troubles and you need somebody, reach out to the Aurora Law Firm. The AuroraLawFirm.com, all right? Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide. Now, if you got a question for Manny when he pops into the Golden Scissor Studio, you can call our hotline at 404-369-3825 or shoot us a message from our website, PodcastTheBS.com. Have you ever been watching TV and hear noises in your attic or your crawl space? Well, there's a good chance that's a squirrel or a rat, and it's invaded your home, and it's trying to make it its own. Can't have that. At Inspect All Pest Services, they offer full exclusion work to prevent this from happening and keep your home rodent-free. Whether it's squirrels, rats, bats, opossums, or raccoons, Inspect All Pest Services and the professionals that work there can keep your home safe. Rodents can carry disease. That's gross. That's bad. And can ruin homes or worse, start fires. Yeah, due to them constantly chewing on the wires. Can't have that either. Nobody wants that. So... Call Inspect All Pest Services today, 770-483-2420. Inspect All Pest Services, 770-483-2420. Make sure you're mentioning the BS because you're going to get 10% off your exclusion work. Save some cash, mention the BS. 770-483-2420. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear then get a full 7 days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com It's better than radio. Every week there are three stories that fall under the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, I used to ride a horse to school. (laughs) Get learned with the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> All right, there it is, episode 55. It's the good, the bad, the ugly. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey in the Golden Scissor Studio. Brought to us by Gorenstein and Watkins, your trial and litigation attorneys. Personal injury, wrongful death, you name it, the fellas gotcha. GWTrial.com, 470-491-0808. Nader Tater Vader, the masturbator there in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. Hola. Hola, buenos dias. How y'all doing? Good. Buenos dias. And the extremely lovely, oh so talented, vivacious, Nikki D. Good morning. Do you like that? that, I do. I I don't like the breathing, but I like the rest of it. Oh, I thought that was hot. That was def. It was hot, but it wasn't like sexually hot. It was like, ew. Just because. Hot. But if I were an attractive, large black man, you'd like it. No, oh. I don't want anybody to go. <sighs> Making it sound like I was Darth Vader. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> Skip that. I was trying to be. Se- I can't be sexy. That's just not in my DNA. Like, <laughs> I even go back to the times. You know, like, like. Uh, hats off to the couples, the elderly couples that have been together for 50 plus years and are so in love, right? And you see like the old guy, you know, he stumbles and he's got pudding falling off his chin and he hands his wife flowers and he's, I love you. You know, uh, that's just, that's the best. That's, that's what it's all about right there. 
I'm just not a, I just can't, it's not that I don't love or I don't know how to love. Like I love Rachel. I love Ariel. I love Caleb. I love you. I love you. I just, <laughs> I love you. It's just, I just, I just, I'm, I can't show it, <laughs> but I can show it. It's just not that like the sexy love stuff, you know, or, or I'm not gushy mushy. I've just never been like that. So you're not emotionally like PDA, like you won't wipe something off Rachel's face if you see it. Oh no, I told her, I'll lick it off her face. I take that back. I used to be really mushy gushy. My high school uh, sweetheart for six years, I was too mushy gushy. Like oh. I was the guy, she was like, it's too much. It's too much. I was like, like, back up, you're smothering me. Yeah, like, can you believe that? Me, that guy. No, I can't believe that. And I was, I was all, you know, I, I do nice things. All, I do nice things for Rachel all the time. Um, she, she's, she tells me when I don't touch her enough, which mm. I think is really good. You know, and I'm not talking about, like, sex. I'm talking about she just Hugs, likes. Hugs, caresses. She loves when I grab her ass. Okay. She loves it. And I'm not a big fan of her grabbing my ass. I just I don't like the feeling. But she loves it when I grab her ass. And she's got a great ass. And and so I make it a point to every day to at least grab her ass once. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> Isn't that sweet? It's nice. <laughs> it's a Hallmark card. <laughs> grab the ass of the person you love. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> All right. The Good, the Bad, the Ugly is an episode where we get three news stories to learn you just a little bit under the three categories of good, bad, and ugly. We discuss, and everybody's all-knowing. Let's start with the good. The good. Scientists have designed a splash-free urinal. This is very exciting for us guys. Sorry, Nikki, I don't think you'll be able to understand how exciting it is to go up to a urinal in a bathroom and not have your own piss and other people's piss that are stagnant on the bottom of the urinal splash back up on your clothes or on your, on your legs. Uh, but it's a thing. So uh, one of the biggest problems is the splashing issue. We know scientists have developed a new design that drastically reduces this. Unlike a standard, rec follow me here. Unlike a standard rectangular urinal, this one is tall and narrow, and there's also a triangular opening that extends back to a crease against the wall. So imagine this is shaped like this. It's like using a letter opener to cut open the top of a giant envelope, prying it open with your fingers, and peeing into it, so you can cut down on the splatter. That if you sounds can, like a lot. If you can hit the narrow target, that's the other thing. So is the problem that when you guys pee, your pee bounces off the porcelain and back onto you? Is that what happens? Um, no, actually, it's the opposite. It's when you. OK, so this is I'm 47. I've struggled with this my entire life. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out, is it better to pee on the porcelain or pee in the water? It depends I, on how tall it is, because. If oh. like Nikki, yeah, what you're saying is true. Yeah, it, if you're you pee straight, it's gonna hit the the porcelain and bounce right back at you, splattering back at you. But also, if you pee down, there's a pu little puddle of water and pee at the bottom that can spl uh, splash back on your crotch. Ew. So it's like, do you want your hands with pee or your crotch with pee? Ew. See, I've always found that peeing against the porcelain is better. One, you're not making as much noise, and two, you, if you if you hit it right, you're not getting a splatter. I even do that, like, if I'm standing over a toilet, you know. Like, when, if, when girls that I, I just started dating, uh, even with Rach, I do. I don't want her to hear me pee. I think it's just weird. 
So I try to make it as silent as possible. <laughs> Women can do that too. You know how? I don't know how I want to say this. You have a silencer that you put on there? No. When you get aroused, your vulva like inflames. I, I guess that's the way to explain it. So if you get yourself a little aroused before you pee, it'll be silent. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that a known fact? <laughs> it's a fact. That's like a TikTok. You should let people know about that. <laughs> so whenever I'm somewhere and I don't want somebody to hear me pee, if I have a minute, I kind of give myself a little doop, 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 and then it'll be silent. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> for the win. <laughs> when you play in the recorder. <laughs> little hot cross buns and I'm ready to pee. What we've learned today, Nikki D phalanges herself, and before she pees, so nobody hears it. Ladies, if you want to silence your urination, then touch yourself. <laughs> Which I don't understand how that changes the, the physics of the toilet, but carry on. Yeah, how does that change the physics of the toilet? Well, it's I, for whatever reason, it's however your pee comes out. That's what makes it silent when it goes down because it normally comes out in a stream. But when you make yourself a little bit aroused, it comes out like wide. And so it just runs down and it doesn't make any noise. It's completely like silent. Well, I'm going to have to ask Rach about this. <laughs> So, yeah. And for guys, gonna, if you're like with, if you're single and you're you know, with other single girls and this is a great icebreker and they're about to use like, hold on, you just use the restroom uh, because a classy girl is not going to say she has to pee. She's going to say, I need to use the restroom. That's by the way, fellas, if you're looking for the telltale sign to stay away from a girl when you first meet her, if she says she's got to pee, if she says I need to use the restroom, she's got class. She says, oh, I got to go take a leak or, you know, I got to go piss. <laughs> stay away from her. Stay away from. Let me go dr- drain the one-eyed monster. I, I get. I, I get on. I get on Rachel on that now. You know because I mean she can say that because we've been together for so long. She's not trying to impress me anymore. But she, you know, we'll be in front of people, and she's like, "Oh, hold on, I got to go pee." I'm like, "Don't say that." She's like, "Why? That's what I got to do." You know, she's from the generation of just say what's on your mind. You know, just do what you got to do. It's what it is. You know that kind of thing, and, and I'm like. You don't say you got to pee in front of other strange people. You just say that you need to use the restroom. Would you agree? <laughs> I agree. All right. Thank you very much. I, I definitely that. just say I have to go to the restroom. Or I have to excuse myself and go to the ladies room. Exactly. When I want to be classy. That that now, after Nikki just talks about finger banging herself before she <laughs> pees, you're right. The ladies room is the classy move. You are absolutely correct. <laughs> I know how to be classy. <laughs> Uh, the design was uh, just presented at the annual meeting of the American Physical Society's Division of Fluid Dynamics in Indiana. So it's just too early to say when this is, we might start seeing these things, but it could possibly be a thing. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm looking at the design of it and it, it's still, it looks like it would be worse because it goes at like a point. So usually, I mean, if you were to spray a hose at like a ceramic point, pretty sure it would just spray back at you, wouldn't it? According to the American Physical Society's Division of Fluid Dynamics, <laughs> it won't. They say, "Go fuck yourself, mate." <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised more people don't have urinals in their homes. Like, I'm surprised it's not like a a steady when you're putting in a house. It's just it's time. It, it saves space. It's water. Uh, yeah, it saves water. Uh, the whole nine, right? 
Uh, I remember yeah. when Ozzy Osbourne put one in his house, and it was a big deal. Like, you're rich. You're putting a urinal. Why do you have to be rich to put in a urinal? You're going to put in a toilet anyway. What's the difference? Well, you're gonna, you got to pay for two things, so you have more money if you got to pay for two uh, fixtures. And you got a really big bathroom. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You're going to have to have extra. <laughs> or, or, you put it, or you put it on the shower side that nobody uses. Ew. No, or in the shower. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. On the, in the shower on that far side, across from the spigot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. Yeah, Because you're peeing in the shower anyway, right? Yeah, might as well just turn around. Yeah, you don't want to pee. That's another thing. If you drink a lot of beer, do not pee in the shower. Because the yeast buildup in your pipes is bad. And it'll eventually back up your plumbing. Ew. <laughs> that is a true story. Very, very true story. Our fraternity. It sounds like a made-up story. No, 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 no. It is a very true story. Uh, our fraternity house would flood on a regular basis, the ba- upstairs bathroom, because of the yeast buildup of all the guys pee. And we know this because our, I don't know if he was the house dad, but he was the older Sigma guy that was always around but he owned a, a, a very large plumbing business and distribution center. Uh, like you would see his little, uh, his name on, on all the urinals in Orlando and everything. He was a big deal. And he would be the one that would fix it so we wouldn't have to pay for it. But he would tell us, he's like, guys, stop peeing in the showers. Because your yeast is, that's where the flooding would come. Your beer, the beer and your pee is uh, there's yeast in beer, right? We can agree on that. Yes. So there's mm-hmm. there's ye- ye- that yeast is now in your urine, and when you pee it out, it builds up in the pipes, and you know clogs it up eventually. True story. Mm. I, just, I still don't believe it. Why? Because it's something negative about beer. I mean, it's it's just what it is. It's it's yeast no, and beer. But have you ever heard that from anybody anywhere ever? That just no. sounds like a, a made up thing. There's tons of things that are in your pee. Why would why would yeast stick to the drain for some reason? That makes zero sense. I, well, it's, it's liquid. It's just running right through. It, well, it doesn't not not make sense, right? I mean, you can't prove that yeah, it, it doesn't. doesn't not, it, but we don't even know that yeast even comes out of your pee. For all we know, it's just di- digested. Uh, Google it. Somebody Google it. Can a computer? Is it can y- yeast? Can, just Google can yeast clog a toilet. How about that? Okay. Can yeast in your pee clog a toilet? Can yeast in your pee clog a toilet? Yeah, we'll be more specific. <laughs> we'll see if Mister Lawton was lying all these years because I believed it. <laughs> it makes sense to me. Now we have Google. We didn't have Google then. Oh, it says people actually pour yeast down their sink because um, and toilet because it breaks down the waste in the pipes and the septic tank. So they actually put yeast into it. Your guy's wrong. Well, I mean, what yeast is this? Is this 90s yeast or is this current day yeast? Well, that's oh, this what is it current says. day yeast. Okay, so I'm talking 90s yeast. <laughs> it's a totally different type of yeast. <laughs> nope, it clearly you says. You need to abandon all your stories from 90s kids they're always wrong <laughs> what's that nikki it's, it says adding yeast to your septic systems will break down starchy materials but what about the reverse yeast what is reverse yeast i don't know i just made that up oh <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite sexual move the old reverse yeast. <laughs> i'm gonna bake that bread backwards <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting a hole in the donut. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Lawton, you lying bastard. <laughs> that was just his. He's like, I'm just telling these kids this so they don't pee in the shower anymore. I'm teaching them. 
I still want to believe it though, for some reason. <laughs> I mean, it sounds good. I, like I don't, I don't ever want to change that story. It just sounds too good. Yeah, it really is. Uh, all right, uh, so that's the good. So finally, we can have some splash-free urinals eventually when that happens. Hold up! Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys. So if it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. In Georgia, just because you don't like the performance of another party does not mean you can refuse to perform yourself. What I mean is that if someone comes over to paint your house and you don't like the paint job, you can't just refuse to pay them. Unfortunately, you have to pay them and then sue them for breach of contract. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, talk to Tyler. Hey, fellas, the older we get, the harder it gets. Talking about weight loss, testosterone, muscle growth, sexual health pain and joint management, so on and so forth. Well, I'm here to tell you, Nuberty's Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs, Georgia, is your men's wellness facility. Whether it is testosterone maintenance or weight loss program, uh, sexual health, 50% of all men over 40 experience some kind of sexual dysfunction, pain and joint management, you name it. Menswellnessleague.com is the website you need to go to. It says schedule a call. They'll call you and walk you through it. Get started on your journey to overall wellness today. And for a limited time, Nuberty is offering its full wellness combine for only $99. That's $200 off the regular price. Plus, if you sign up and mention my name, Bailey, or the BS Podcast, you'll get a complimentary vitamin cocktail valued at $150. Menswellnessleague.com. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. So with all good comes bad. The bad. A woman filed a $5 million lawsuit because Velveeta shells and cheese takes too long to prepare. She claims, yeah, she bought the product several times over the past couple months and paid a premium price of $10.99 for packs of eight. Because the box says that the cups are ready in three and a half minutes. But she says that's not true, and they know it. There's a four-step There's a four-step uh, setup of instructions printed on the box, and the microwaving alone takes three and a half minutes. That's apparently what Kraft was referring to. But Amanda argues the box implies that the whole process takes that long. She just sounds lazy to me, and how a lawyer thought that this was a good case to just pick up absolutely puzzles me. I make a lot of macaroni and cheese and from scratch. So <laughs> I don't know absurd. what this girl's talking about. I know my macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I do. <laughs> the rest of the steps are remove the lid of the cup, add water, and after microwaving for three and a half minutes, stir in the cheese sauce. The lawsuit doesn't say how long it took Amanda to fully complete these steps. Her lawyers have filed a class action lawsuit asking for more than $5 million in damages. The idea is that people are paying more for this product than other similar ones that aren't making deceptive statements. The lawsuit also admits that if the box said it takes three and a half minutes to cook instead of ready in three and a half minutes, there'd be no problem. Do, do you, like, it's very easy. This is kind of the, 
Subway's 12-inch subs, right, where they're not, they're like a little off than 12 inches. They're not going to be yeah. 12 inches every time. Uh, have we gotten to a point where we're holding, pe- and I'm a big fan of holding people responsible. There's no doubt about it. But have we gotten to a point where the implied, we're overreacting over the implied Absolutely. If you're suing somebody for how long it takes to make instant, this is instant macaroni and cheese. So now you're going to go sue the people who make ramen noodles or you're going to sue the TV dinner people because it took you longer than the four minutes to warm up your Mrs. Marie calendar. Well, if they say it takes 60 seconds to make, right, or whatever, 60 seconds, ready in 60 seconds, whatever, you're that's that's a sell. Like, I'll tell you, I'll buy I'll pay more and I'll buy the instant rice because it only takes 60 or 90 seconds. And I do that because I give it to my dogs. Like if their stomach's not feeling well, I don't want to sit there through the whole rice process and you know boil the water. So 60 seconds, I'm in and out. Now, if I go to make it and it takes five minutes, I'm going to be horn, feel horn, horn swoggled. I made some minute rice literally two nights ago, and it took me at least four minutes to make the minute rice. Well, I think that's I'm not going to sue them. Because you're stupid. If you no, it's not. Rice. It wasn't done. <laughs> it the, was not done. That's the joke, right? You're, you're so <laughs> dumb, it takes you five, four minutes to make minute rice. <laughs> no, it was not done properly. I would not have eaten it. Uh, but this isn't like, this isn't even anything like danger. I, I don't understand how. Like, how is this, like, illegal or a, a lawsuit's even involved? That nobody's harmed by it. It's not like they're saying, hey, you know, put this arsenic in your mouth for 30 seconds, you know, and then you, you leave it in there for 60 seconds, you die or something. You're, you're not dying if, if it doesn't, you know, get cooked in three and a half minutes, but it takes four. So I don't know where the lawsuit is. I know. We had a president at one time telling people to down bleach to get rid of COVID, and people did it. And I think people died of it, and there are no lawsuits that came out of that. Didn't hear one. Be, but because it's implied, well, at least from his standpoint, it was like, look, I'm, I'm joking. Uh, so you know that you shouldn't drink. I mean, how stupid are you to fucking drink bleach, right? right? I mean, that's not, yeah. that's not a real thing. Well, and, or like even any other commercial that says, you know, the number one, you know, baking soda or something like that. Well, you can't sue them because they're probably not the number one baking, well, unless it's Arm & Hammer, because what are the other companies? Um, but, I mean, like, you, you, there, there's always these claims made, you know, radio stations especially. Oh, you know, we're the number one in hit music or whatever. No, you're not. You're, you're probably number, f- like, 50 in the market or something. So, you're technically lying, but if it's not hurting anyone, I don't understand how they can even sue them. Well, in radio, how they do it. When they say they're the number one for anything, uh, they are, but you can make yourself number one uh, very easily, even if you're not number one. Like, if your key demographic is men 25 to 54, and you're number one in men 25, 54, but you're number 10 in adults 25, 54, you can still say you're number one. Right. That, that's that's the rub. You can you know, you're you're number one in women 20 to 22 years of age. You know, you, you and you've got the you've got the analytics to back it. You're number one. And that's what radio does. And there's there's nothing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, that's the now you start talking about um, the marketing and advertising and being able to use buzzwords and buzz phrases in order to get people's attention. You say you're number one in something, people want to be a part of the winner's team. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's why they well, do it. 
Well, I should let every radio station now know that nobody gives a fuck. Zero people have ever given a fuck if your radio station is number one in anything. Nobody is doing listening to that. That's like some suit thing that they made up years ago, but no, literally nobody cares. I'm not going to disagree with you. <laughs> I, I, I think at one time people did care. At, at one time, they, they it was a thing. But now I agree with you. Nobody cares. You don't see Spotify saying we're number one at streaming or number one with podcasts. It's, you know, we've gotten, it's a different mentality in society of when you beat your chest, people take it as arrogant and they don't want anything to do with that. Uh, and, and almost people root for, well, everybody, years people have always rooted for the underdog, but people want the underdog, you know? So if you're number one, you're not the underdog. Yeah. I just, I've never met anyone that's like, you know, blah, blah, blah is my station. I mean, you have heard they are number one guys. <laughs> Again, that was a thing. I, 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 I've had, I've had, I've had conversations with people or I've heard conversations, you know, this is back in the nineties where they'd be like, no, fuck that station sucks, man. Mine's number one for today's hit music of yesterday and today. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're number one you know i've heard the diehard fan of the station or show uh actually use that terminology i have too to be honest yeah it's, not often but i have heard people say that the the v103 diehards like yeah they're number one or when i would tell people back in the day like oh i'm in radio like oh are, are you working over at v no i'm like that's not the only radio station yeah but like they're number one in atlanta Shut up. <laughs> everybody's number one <laughs> i i always i always pitched the idea in, in the last place that we worked at god forbid if they were self-deprecating they they had the thinnest skins uh that i've ever seen in my life just in general but i i always thought it was a, a good uh, and this has been done before from a radio station and i thought it was 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 clever and it worked for them but you you play the victim, you play the underdog, and it's like, hey, you know, you're listening to blanky to blank blank. We're you know we're number five. We're not number one. We're just trying to get there. If you could help us out, we appreciate it. We're working hard. You know, <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. That to me is making noise. That's being something different. There was an urban station in Orlando, and this is a gazillion years ago that did that and became the number one station at one time because of it. Because of that type of advertising, you know, at real radio, uh, one of my old stations in Orlando, uh, they had a marketing campaign where they had billboards up or uh, across central Florida that said, you know, this station sucks and I'll no longer listen to it. And then it'll have like John fart blossom or something like that. You know, it'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll be some goofy ass name. And, 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 and it, it created a buzz. People would call up the radio station and be like, dude, did you hear that? This guy that put a billboard out that said you guys sucked. <laughs> like they bought into it. So it, it made noise. Self-deprecation is, is always good. But anyway, back to the craft thing. This is a little silly. Um, uh, you know, again, the idea that she's doing it is saying that they're using that tactic to sell more uh, Velveeta Shells and cheese, which, by the way, are delicious. They're my faves. Um, I don't eat instant anything, but I I do use Velveeta when I make macaroni sometimes. Well, I mean, you can't argue with homemade mac and cheese. I don't eat instant. Yeah, well, if you got to go instant, you go Velveeta. I don't yeah. do it. Right? Velveeta. It's creamier. Yeah, because well, you have the cream or the cheese sauce rather than the, the powder. Yeah, oh, the powder is. I mean, that's great when you're in college and you're drunk and it's 3.30 in the morning, but... 
If you're able to put a couple dollars in your pocket and step up your game to Velveeta shell, uh, shells and cheese with the creams. <laughs> Boy. Oh, yeah. Well, Nikki's over here with her meet me money, you know, living off these gold bars of Velveeta. She can just buy, buy, buy a dozen. I don't do that instant stuff. I don't. I, I never have. I grow my own macaroni shells. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have my servant, Pedro, pick them. I watch him stir my homemade mac and cheese on a daily basis in this giant <laughs> witch's pot. <laughs> and, but the the weird thing is like that's not i don't even think that's the main selling point i've never i've never got macaroni and be like oh well, this is only three and a half minutes let me get this one you know it's like, i don't even know if it's on the front of the box yeah that's a that's a good point I, I don't i've never bought something i've never bought something by comparing the time frame you know i know i just said i bought the minute rice but they're i think they're like all minute rice. i mean there's like you there's minute yeah. rice and there's not minute rice you know so there's i don't care i buy the cheapest you know whatever's available because fucking rice is rice right i mean it's like, yeah <laughs> well they have the minute rice that you have to cook that it comes like as the hard rice and then there's that like 90 second rice that it's already kind of cooked it's in the packet that you rip open that's the one i got yeah that's the one i buy yeah, for the dogs I, well, that one takes longer technically it's 90 seconds but i'm gonna go with that one every time so this the 60 second <laughs> things aren't aren't for me bunch of bullshit is what it is <laughs> well, this all, you know, everybody uh, tries to equate this back to the 80s and the guy that sued McDonald's over the coffee being too hot. You guys know about that, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it was an old lady. It was an old lady. Okay. Yeah. Like, she spilled the coffee. It was too hot. And they're like, sued one millions of dollars because they served her coffee that was too hot. Yeah. I watched a, a Netflix documentary on that, and... She actually had a really good point. Uh, I, I mean, a, a really good case. Like, I, I don't know if you ever looked at the details of it, but it, like they said, they took her to the hospital and her flesh was hanging off of her legs. Like Jesus. it, it burned the shit out of her crotch. Like she had a point there. How old was um, the lady? Like really, I, really I old. It, yeah. I think she was like 80 or 90, I think. Um, but yeah, she, she got it really bad. Yeah. I can't, I would kind of find the, the name of that documentary, but yeah, it's on Netflix. I, I wonder if that's why Starbucks, like if you ever get coffee from Starbucks, it's net, it's the perfect temperature. It's always served at drinking temperature. You don't have to wait to drink your coffee at Starbucks. Now their food on the other hand is ridiculously hot when they hand it to you, where I actually put it in front of my, uh, air conditioning vent in my car to cool it off. You can't eat their food right out of the gates. But their coffee is, it's not cold, it's not lukewarm, it's hot, but it's like they get it to the perfect temperature. I wonder if they do that because of because of the old McDonald's thing. Probably, and I think that's the reason why in coffee cups it says, caution hot at the top now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, And that was part of the lawsuit, I guess, was just trying to get them to, like, change the, you know, the how like how lawsuits like work i guess with big corporations yeah hey, i got a coffee from starbucks uh, a couple weeks ago and the uh i, I get it it's i get a vente peppermint mocha and i'm going to a high school football game and i'm very excited because you know i, I like the high school football games i like to just chill out for a couple hours kind of unwind but just watch a you know good football game and take me back a little bit and you know it's a good time plus you know our daughter's cheering and blah 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 and i like to have my i don't like the snacks that they serve there so i bring my own snacks so and you I, don't like the hot dogs and the pickles 
No, they don't have pickles. Uh, they uh, might have hot dogs. Um, but they usually have Chick-fil-A sandwiches and then just a bunch of candy. Oh. So I'll bring like, you know, uh, peanut butter pretzels or trail mix or something like that. And I've got my coffee. You know, they a lot of times don't serve coffee. So I bring my coffee. Man, I am going up to go sit down, and, and it's always a struggle with my wife to find where we're going to sit when we're at home, because all the kids from the school are in the middle, and we want to be in the middle because we want to see our daughter, and we want to take pictures of her, and she's down on the field cheering. So we try to either flank to the right or flank to the left, usually to the right, but you can't look across because all the kids are standing up. They never sit down, and then they kind of morph over to your section, and it becomes an issue. So I'm like, well, let's just go up high. I've told her numerous times. I mean, we've got a nice, expensive Zoom Zoom camera. Bring that. She's like, no, no, no. So, so we're always bouncing around, seats to seats. We bounce around in this third seat, and I'm going up. And they didn't put the lid on my coffee on properly. And that thing blew up. It went everywhere. Oh, my goodness. It was like on just enough for me to get to that point. But as soon as I put a little pressure on the cup... The thing went boom and went everywhere, all over me, all over the seat, all over, you know. So cleaned up as best as possible. But, but it wasn't hot. But it was not hot. I did, I, but I could have sued because they didn't uh, put the lid on tight. If I would have, if I would have fallen trying to dodge the coffee, I could have sued. <laughs> no, you couldn't. <laughs> yeah, true story. <laughs> So it's Starbucks' fault that the lid wasn't on tight mm-hmm. enough and you fell down bleachers? No, if I, you know, hypothetically, if I were to have fallen, but because I've got cat-like reflexes, I did not. If I would have fallen, yeah. No. You That's trust silly. that they put their equipment together properly. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And that's the type of mentality these sewers have. <laughs> now, if I break my leg or, you know, I'm paralyzed or something, I'm, I think I should get a couple dollars from Starbucks, don't you think? No, it's your fault. It's not my fault the lid was on, wasn't on. It's your fault you squeezed the cup. The lid probably could have been on properly. If you squeeze the cup, it pushes the liquid up. I think I, I didn't squeeze. It was just, it squeezed because the air was let out. No, I'm looking at your hand. You squeezed. Look at my hand. Because you simulated what you did. That was a squeeze. Oh, no, I do that to strengthen my He's just thinking about boobies. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Or butts. Boobies and butts. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Help you help your business get to the next level. And you do that by incorporating create graphics in there. Whether it's vehicle wraps, corporate events you might be having, interior, exterior events, Graphic Design and Apparel Create Graphics is a full-service graphics company that specializes in graphic design, wide-format printing, and graphic installation. Excellent customer service where every project is going to get that one-on-one experience from start to finish. CreateGraphics.net. C-R-E-A-T-E-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.net. Or you can call 770-369-9962. 770-369-9962. A good tree service is sometimes really hard to find. Unless you're listening to this podcast, of course. Cut and write tree service and more. Experience tree removal who care all about the details. Those are your details, your preferences. Customer satisfaction guaranteed. Female, veteran-owned, located and servicing all around Atlanta. Cut and write tree services and more. Cutandwrite.com. That's the website you can book online. C-U-T-T-I-N 
R-I-G-H-T dot com. Or you can call 877-828-8846. 877-828-8846. 877-8-CUTTIN. Make sure you mention the BS when you call. Get $100 off your job. Doing a new kitchen or bath? That's a big deal. So you want to make sure you're going to the right people when you're doing this project. One-stop shop's even better. UCI Kitchen and Bath, they're that. I'm not trying to dumb it down when I say one-stop shop. I'm saying they provide the installation, whatever you buy. You can visit their Norcross Georgia showroom if you want, see all their latest designs, something that's going to look perfect in your house. And they've got experts there going to walk you through it step-by-step, right? You mentioned the BS, uh, mentioned the Bailey Show podcast. You're getting 10% off your regularly priced countertops. Now, UCI Kitchen and Bath has been Atlanta's number one cabinet, granite, and quartz fabricator and installer for the past 20 years. You can't deny that. But when you're not in Georgia. What's going to happen? Well, they're also servicing parts of Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Florida. You want to improve the property value of your house. Start with the kitchen and bath, UCI Kitchen and Bath. They're the best in the business, and they're going to do it. Fair prices, right? Quality of work, excellent service. That's what sets them apart. UCIGranite.com. That's their website, UCIGranite.com. Son of a bitch. I'll be loving you forever, just as long as you subscribe to The Bailey Show. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastabs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. <laughs> All right. Uh, good, bad. Uh, let's get some ugly in here. Yeah, ugly. And the ugly. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., who is not an, an attractive man. He is very attractive. Oh, my God. No. He is very attractive. Taken off. Well, I put him under ugly because, one, the story's ugly, but I don't think he's good looking at all. He's definitely not ugly. Odell. If he didn't have all the money and play professional football, would he's he... fine. If he has zero dollars and zero cents, that man is fine and he could get it. All right. Odell Beckham Jr. taken off plane after health concern. Uh, initial refusal. So as uh, the recording of this show, here's what we've got. Odell Beckham Jr., you know, um, coming off of injury, played with the Rams last year, won a Super Bowl, stepped in to compliment Cooper Cup very, very well, had a good Super Bowl. He was once one of the best, if not the best, wide receivers in the NFL for a year or two. And then he's just had a bunch of injuries, been on some shitty teams, like when he went to Cleveland with a shitty quarterback, so on and so forth. But the guy's got skills beyond belief, and he still has skills. He's coming back from injury. He's a free agent, so he's getting ready to take some tours and go to different teams, see if they need help going into the playoffs. They'd pick him up. He's brilliantly mapped out the rest of his career. I'll just play the last six games of the season. And I'll just pay, get paid a couple million dollars. This is great. <laughs> uh, so he was removed from a flight at Miami International Airport. Um, this was on Sunday, this past Sunday, after police said the free agent wide receiver was, quote unquote, in and out of consciousness and refused to leave the airplane when asked. Beckham's attorney, Daniel DeVillere, disputed that account, saying his client had been sleeping and that the incident was the result of an overzealous flight attendant. According to the statement from the Miami-Dade Police Department, officers were called to the airport for a medical emergency after the flight crew expressed concerns that Beckham was seriously ill. Uh, The flight crew was concerned for a passenger as they tried to wake him to fasten his seatbelt. He appeared to be coming in and out of consciousness 
prior to the departure, fearing that Mr. Beckham was seriously ill and that his condition would worsen through the expected five-hour flight. The attendants called for police and fire rescue. Upon the officer's arrival, the flight crew asked Mr. Beckham uh, several times to exit the aircraft, which he refused. So then he was arrested, so on and so forth. I mean, we'll eventually find out exactly what happened, but if we're going to play the speculation game right now, I'm going to say the guy took a Xanax or some Ambien for his flight and he was sleeping, you know, and I buy into the overzealous flight attendant. I really, really do because I've had it happen to me, not once but twice, where, you know, you, you, and you get caught into a situation and it's very awkward and very uncomfortable. You cannot argue with a flight attendant on a plane. In 2022, you cannot do that. If you do that, you're disruptive. And they, I think, go to class for this. They find a way to say things that make you look bad and get defensive. And once you raise your voice, you're a terrorist. I mean, that's what happens. So I buy into the Beckham story. He was sleeping. His seatbelt wasn't fastened. They came over to ask him to do it. He was in and out of consciousness. Because he was asleep. Because he was asleep. And... It got to a point where it just escalated too far where he was like, this is bullshit. Shut up. Yeah, because I've done exactly what he's done. The plane was delayed for them taking off. So he put a blanket over his head and he went to sleep. I did the same thing when I was getting ready to go to Mexico because we were delayed. I fell asleep. I just fall asleep when I get on planes. The only difference is I just go ahead and fasten my seatbelt so I don't have to worry about it. He didn't fasten his seatbelt. So they're trying to wake him up to fasten it. And now he's like, What's going on? You're disoriented anyway when you wake up in your sleep. So when he finally fastened it, now the flight attendant's flexing her muscles, and she's like, you got to get off the plane. I was on a Delta flight one time. Forget where I was going or coming back from. Had the aisle seat, and and I don't normally fall asleep on, on flights, but I was really tired on this one. I fell asleep, <clears throat> and I woke up to the flight attendant talking to the person in my row by the window loudly. And she was leaning in the aisle. So she was, her face was like almost in front of my body. And I woke up because it was like right in my face. I mean, I could hear it. And you know, when you're sleeping and the sound gets closer and louder and closer and louder and closer. So I like kind of, I'm startled and I wake up and I see this woman's hand in front of my face. She's pointing for, or handing or something. And I go, whoa, whoa. Like I was startled. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I go, whoa, whoa. And at first I was joking kind of like, what's going on? You know, you know, like what's happening? But she goes, sir, you need to calm down. <laughs> I, I said, I was startled. I was asleep in your, and I woke up to your hand in my face, ma'am. Oh, sir, if this is going to be a problem, then I'm going to have to get the air marshal involved. Oh, wow. It's not a problem. I'm just, your hand was in my face. That's rude. You should apologize, but that's fine. Nonetheless, that's why I said, oh, you know, now you're explaining it. As soon as you explain yourself and you're defensive, you're wrong. What did she say? She just kept going. I mean, she wouldn't stop. I had to literally just stop talking. Oh, are you going to be kicked off the plane? Or they were going to reroute. I mean, she told me, she goes, sir, if you keep this up, I'm going to tell the captain and we will land this plane immediately and you will be escorted off in cuffs. I mean, she went like the full Monty on me. And I'm like, damn. So that's why I kind of believe that this, there, mm-hmm. there, there, there are the overzealous flight attendants 
that I don't think he was pinpointed. I don't think that they know he was Odell Beckham Jr. or they had heat with him or something. You know, I don't think it's a black thing or it's a white thing. I just think it's a thing. Yeah, I just think he was sleep on the plane. They were trying to wake him up because he was so sleepy. He didn't wake up and put a seatbelt on. Mm. Why are you all making apologies for this guy? You know, he didn't follow the rules. They told him what he had to do. He wouldn't do it. If he was not famous, y'all wouldn't say anything. But just because he's famous, you guys are kissing his ass. No, it's not because he's famous. It's because I believe he fell asleep on the plane. I fall asleep every time I get on a plane. And but when I'm asleep, to do with I go into asleep. deep sleeps. They said he's in and out of consciousness. These flight attendants see thousands of passengers every day for years. They know what somebody looks like when they're on Ambien or Xanax or whatever. They they all thought this was an issue. When he was escorted off, the entire plane cheered. So it wasn't like the they were coming at him and, and everybody felt bad for him. Everybody on the plane felt the same way. So he was doing something wrong. Well, I didn't read that the whole plane cheered. I didn't read that either. Yeah, it's in the tweets of uh, people that were on the plane said that they were everybody, they were delayed and then they came on the, and made an announcement that there was an issue with a passenger and then um, as he was being escorted off, everybody cheered and they pulled out their phones and recorded it. Well, you well you don't you don't have to know what's going on to cheer if you're like if your flight's delayed, just, just get them off. You don't care, you don't, <laughs> you don't care who's right or just get them off. You'll cheer one way or another. Those, but then they they take off and uh, let's say something happens in the air, then y'all are gonna. Be be hating on the well they noticed that he was in and out of consciousness why didn't they do anything you know yeah there, there's no winning for these flight attendants well i i'm a survivor a flight attendant survivor <laughs> so i know what it's like to be falsely accused of air rage and uh, i i feel for mr beckham jr i do too i really think he was just taking a whole nap and and here's where it gets even uglier is will this have any effect on him landing on a team because he's, he's been out of the public eye this entire season. He hasn't gotten any trouble. You know, he's, he's just been doing his rehab and not drug rehab, but physical rehab, PT. And, you know, now it's time for him to come back. He could be on a football field as soon as this weekend. I mean, he's been cleared, I think. So now will teams go, oh, well, we don't want him on our team if he's going to be acting like this and possibly have charges brought up against him and have to go through that whole shebang. Um, which if the NFL allows Deshaun Watson and Cleveland Brown can sign Deshaun Watson to one of the goofiest contracts ever, I think they let anybody play. No matter if you're a murderer, you're a rapist, or what. I mean, it's just like it's ridiculous now. I mean, just, like, talk about, you give, the NFL is the place to give second. It's weird, though. that The NFL is the place to give second, third, and fourth chances to people that have already been uh, executed by, the, you know, the social media jury. But then there are people that they don't give a second chance to. You know, Ray Rice, for example, you know, who beat his girlfriend in the elevator at the casino. You're done. Never to come back. Colin Kaepernick, uh, you're done. Never to come back. You know, it's just that's how it's going to be. So it's kind of weird. So I think I think everything will be all right for Odell. I think he'll pick up. Team will pick him up. I think he will. He's talented. Yeah, he is. And he has lots of muscles. Uh, podcast. He's not a. He's an ugly man. <laughs> no, he's not. He is an ugly, <laughs> ugly man. You'll never convince me of that. Uh, Nate, do you find him attractive? Uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> not not particularly. Like he, he doesn't stand out. He's not an ugly man to me, but he doesn't stand out to me any. Uh, 
like from anybody else, I guess. Right. Well, Nikki, it's, oh. it stands out to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, com. That is our website. Please uh, sign up to be a premium two percenter. We'd appreciate it. You have any issues with your subscription? Go to Anchor, and all that information is on the website. Uh, it's I think what we're finding out with a lot of you um, that are having subscription issues, your credit card is expiring, and I don't think that the way that Anchor works in subscriptions, this is just one instance uh, or one scenario, I should say, is that it's like in some other companies, your new credit card, it'll just roll over and you don't have to do anything. Most of them are like that. I don't think Anchor is like that. So that's why I just, every day I'm getting messages from people about why are these still locked? What's wrong with my subscription? Why did they cancel? And this and that. And then every time you know, I reply and I do reply to every single one and they go to anchor and they come back and they say, Oh, it's because of this. And it's, I don't want to say operator error. It's just a disconnect miscommunication, something on your part that you have to do to make sure you keep your subscription. So please, you know, keep your subscription, sign up for a new subscription, whatever the case may be. It's only four ninety nine a month. You get the episodes early. You get commercial free episodes. If you choose exclusive giveaways, extra shows, so on and so forth. Uh, you know, it's a good time. You help out the project. So we and, appreciate it. And you it. should be thanking us because uh, we've alerted you to your card being expired or stolen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that should be sign up alone. <laughs> uh, podcastthebs.com. Also, all of our social media is up there. Like and share our content. Please help us grow. Subscribe to the YouTube. Follow us on everything else. And let everybody know that you're a two percenter of the Bailey Show podcast. Nate, you got anything before we get out? Wash your hands after you pee. Yes, definitely. Nikki. Surviving Delta Airlines starring Bailey will be coming a lifetime soon. Wow, that's a good movie right there. A good little soon. show. All right, look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. Thanks so much for the support, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastbs.com. It's better than radio. Now, get out of here.